Hey guys, welcome, welcome to the Lifting Lindsay channel. I'm super, is this a channel? Is that what this is? The podcast, podcast channel? Do people call it a channel? My husband tells me all the time, like you're, you're such a grandma with all things technology. And it is so true. <laughs> I, I so am. I wear that badge loudly and proudly. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's very loud. I think it's very obvious for everyone around me. <laughs> but anyways, okay, we're going to be talking about something fun, but semi-controversial, if you will. Should you be banding your hip thrusts or glute bridges? And you know, I'm just going to throw in their squats. Should you be banding your squats? So let's actually talk about the why. Why do people usually band? Because I think that there are some different reasons why people do it. Sometimes when people are learning how to squat or they're learning hip thrust movements, what happens is the adductors can kind of take over and pull. And what happens with that and how we know that that's happening is because the glutes may be weak and the knees will start caving in. And so there are many people who will say, we can use a really, really light band, not a heavy one. Don't use a heavy one. A really, really light band just to give people an awareness that you maybe we don't want our knees coming in, right? One, because Maybe that person didn't go to the coach saying, hey, I, I really want really big adductors. So if we can just grow them, that would be great. You know, most people, when you're like, why do you squat? They're not like adductors. <laughs> most women are like, I want glutes. I want quads, right? And so that's usually why. But what happens is the adductors can kind of initiate uh, helping you get out of the bottom of that squat. And so when that happens and they contract, they kind of pull those knees in. So that is a really good, if you are a coach and you see that, that tells you either the glutes are really, really weak for the high load that we're using for the person. Maybe they're not strong enough. Their glutes aren't strong enough for that load. Or maybe it's just an awareness thing. Maybe they just need help. Like, hey, don't push out, like maybe push out against, don't allow your knees to cave in, maybe just push out a little bit against my hands. But most people don't want to, you know, face their client, you know, in the eyes, descend down with them while holding like kind of the outside of their knees, like push out against my hands, right? So for these coaches, they're like, yeah, I'm just going to wrap a band around a little bit higher than knees, their knees, so that they just have this little cue of keep your knees not out per se, but just we're trying to keep them in line with actually trailing your toes. We don't want them to cave in. So some people use it for that, but that's something you graduate out of, right? You need that maybe a few times and then if you're being coached correctly, you're being mindful, you graduate out of that. You get out of that. And then once again, the band is very, 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 very light. And so that can be applied to both uh, hip thrusts and squats. Now, 
In recent years, though, the past 10 years, bands are no longer now being used as a way for coaches to kind of cue. But what a lot of people are thinking is, hey, I really want to build my upper glutes. I want to build my, you know, glute bead. I want to round out my glutes. And so I've got to work maybe my glute meat a little bit more. And they do have an element of abduction, you know, pushing the knees out. There is an element. Now, not necessarily at a 90 degree, they're not going to be the primary mover at 90 degrees if you're sitting down. Like if you kind of have those abductor machines where you sit down and you go just go straight out, that's actually going to line your piriformis up more then it will necessarily your glute mead. So if you want to work your glute mead really, really well, then um, I'll actually put in the notes some variations with both bands and cable work and how we can line those up really, really well. We don't want a ton of hip flexion. We actually want to be standing up a bit more. But a lot of people have been thinking, well, since there is this the slight element of, and maybe they've exaggerated uh, the element of abduction for glute medius, then let's do two things at one time. Let's work the glute max with a squat. And then also, if we have bands around, then we can push out and also be, that's going to help work glute med. That's the general thought of why a ton of women have been using bands is they're like, I'm going to try to get a little glute max and a little glute mead at the same time. Now in the biomechanics world, this has been debunked for many, 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 many years. Uh, Now some individuals have built their entire career around bands, even selling bands. So we're probably not going to see them preach, oh, I was wrong. I just learned because, you know, that kind of was hard when people bet their entire livelihood off of like one exercise or one diet or (laughs) one machine or one band or whatever, you know, when new information comes out that challenges it, do you think that they're going to be the first ones to jump on the bandwagon or maybe the ones who give the most resistance to it, right? So that's kind of hard. But anyway, I don't want to speak badly of anybody or throw anybody under the bus there, but I'm just letting you know that, of course, the person who has built their entire life, livelihood, their entire income on banding everything is probably not going to be on board with this. Of course, the individual who's written all of the books, again, like pro and teaching all of the benefits for fill-in-the-blank diet, when research comes out saying, actually, just a calorie deficit is all that's needed for all of these things. Actually, any calorie deficit will give you the benefits that you listed in your book. Yeah, they're not going to be like, oh, okay. They're usually going to fight it the most, right? Because this is their livelihood. So. That's just a really good thing to just kind of keep in the back of your head as you're scanning through information on social media. But anyways, there was a study that 
put this whole bands idea to the test. Before I dive into the study, let me just say this one other thing. There are a a lot of people who have taken the bands around the, the knees for hip thrusts, for squats, and they've really kind of thought, well, if I always have bands around my knees, then my glute need upper glutes will always be working. So I all see people, literally it's glute day and they'll post on social media, glute day, and they wear the band for every single exercise, even like calf raises. And so I think, you know, this study, if not ignored by the masses, I am excited for people to kind of be excited that now we have more data on this. And maybe we're going to choose a a different method that's actually going to line up better with our goals. So a recent study put this whole bands around the knees thing to the test, and they were applying it to hip thrusts, okay? And what they found was that the EMG reading failed to show any increase inactivity in the glute need. Isn't that interesting? But but even more important, because high, low EMG, we're kind of seeing over time that that doesn't necessarily mean maybe it's pro or cons, or you're going to grow or not. EMG is just, it's kind of like the scale, one tool, one tool of many, right? But that was one tool saying, hey, we're not seeing it, any increase in activation. The biggest and most important part of actually all of this study was that band usage actually decreased performance. Okay, well now performance is directly correlated to growth, to hypertrophy. So yeah, like listen up, this is actually really important. When bands were used, it decreased the load around 45 pounds or or about 10 and a half to 12 and a half percent. So load, your ability to load actually dropped. So performance dropped. Now, why does that matter? Well, when we're trying to build muscle, we need to create tension on the muscle we are trying to build. Decreasing the load decreases that. (laughs) Okay, that's not a good thing. Okay, so that is really, really important. And then the, the conclusion of the study, and we're going to talk about maybe some pros and cons of the study here in a minute, but the conclusion of the study by researchers was actually that, you know, they conclude, okay, this is, may not produce expected results and cannot recommend using bands around these. And I completely agree with that. Uh, like I mentioned, this is something that even within like going to biomechanics courses over the past six years, all of the leaders in that industry have come to the same conclusion. So now we're seeing, okay, now there's studies saying the same thing. N1.education did some in-house testing on females. They saw the same exact thing. This is clearly just not a good tool. And if anything can actually decrease the likelihood of the overall 
the optimization of the exercise. So you could take a quality, good exercise like, you know, glute bridge, like the hip thrust. And you've now actually lowered the quality of it by banding it. So it's not that like, well, but it's not going to hurt. It's like, oh, but no, no, that's actually like exactly what the study said. It like it hurts it. Like it, it makes the actual exercise not as effective. So therefore, like we shouldn't do like there's really no reason to do it. Yeah, I agreed with the author's conclusion. If you want to build glute medius, then it's best to do separate exercises that work abduction specifically. And like I said, I'm, I am going to uh, add in notes some links to some Instagram posts that I've done on glute med. Now, oftentimes, so there's, there's two other things that I want to talk about with this. Some people read that study and they're like, but this study was done on men. So therefore it doesn't apply to women. And I do agree that we need to see more women studies being done. There are some types of studies that the, that the sex is going to influence things far more. Uh, nutrition studies, when we're looking at hormones, like different things like that. Like that is real. Yes, 100%. We need to see that. But a study like this, I once again, N1 Education did do in-house only on women and saw the exact same thing. A reduction in output, uh, no glute mead activation really. Like so this has been actually, I don't I don't want to say replicated because it wasn't the exact same study, but it was relatively similar and done on women and it showed the same thing. But it's really important when we're looking at things like biomechanics, it's actually not necessarily sex that makes the huge difference, but actually kind of the mechanics of the individual, right? And as long as we can make sure that the readings are in the correct place. So when, they're, when they are setting everything up for EMG to be able to read, is there higher activation, like all of that, well, we need to make sure that the most important thing is, is this on the right muscle? And what's hilarious is I have literally seen studies where they're like, well, we're looking at different divisions of the chest, but then they had the it all on the wrong divisions and not even reading like accurately the different divisions. So I've seen them do it poorly. But in this, the fact that it's like lowering output, this type of study where we're really just looking at the biomechanics and hypertrophy. There's not going to be these differences between the two sexes that would actually make this irrelevant because it was done on men. Okay. So when we're looking at more exercise selection type of studies, that's not going to really influence it. Okay. So saying that this was done on men, so therefore you should keep doing bands is not accurate. So another thing is women will say, but I feel it more. If I have bands on, I feel it more. 
So unfortunately, feelings don't equate to truth nor hypertrophy, right? So another thing that people will say is, but so-and-so does it and she has amazing glutes. One, a lot of those who rise to the top on social media have incredible genetics. Now, I don't want to demean anybody's hard work. I'm not saying that they haven't worked hard. I'm not saying that they haven't built out their glutes. But it's really, really important to understand that correlation is not causation. Okay? And most women don't just walk in and do hip thrusts with bands around their knees. And that's the only exercise that they do. And then for glute day, walk out of the gym. Am I right? They're doing way more exercises. In fact, sometimes I'm like, I think what's hurting you is actually you're doing too much. <laughs> Are you able to, like every day you're doing glute stuff. That's not helping you, right? So you got to let your, your muscles recover. So it's really, really important to understand that if they have done some really quality changes to their glute need, <laughs> then it, it's not necessarily because they banded their hip thrusts. And that's the only way. It guaranteed they're doing a lot of other exercises too. So that is one thing that sometimes I get slightly like, uh, okay, well, we've got to teach this better because just because somebody out there has a really, really nice body and they do a really, really poor exercise like frog pumps. Remember when frog pumps were big? Every single time I talk about frog pumps, I have physical therapists writing me saying, thank you. Please tell people, please keep telling people, stop it. Stop doing the frog pumps. So just because they do that one exercise, remember that it's not in, you're not looking at it in isolation because they're doing a ton of other exercises as well. So we cannot say that it was that one exercise that got them there unless we cut out we detrain them and we cut out all movements except for that one, except for that one, right? That's, that's the only way we can say that it was that one movement, that one exercise, that one band that did something like that, right? There's just too many other variables that we have to consider when we're looking at it. So Am I anti-band? I don't, like, I love you guys. I just want to put information out there. You take it. You apply it to you. Is it helping? No. Is it hurting? It seems to be. Um, is it a tool that trainers can use maybe to help a newbie kind of learn for? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do actually think. It is, and it can be used wisely. But it appears in um, things like, you know, hip, hip thrusts and squats. Like, we're really not doing these two things at once like we think we are. We're just really not. Um, and so it's better to just to choose one exercise to really nail the glutes. And then, I mean, not one exercise, but, hey, wait, scratch that. It's better to choose exercises of like, okay, this is glute max. Choose exercise where you want to build the glute mead. Okay, this one is primarily glute mead. 
I swear whenever in life we're like, I'm going to do two, three, four things at once. It's like, ah, but you don't do any of them as well. You just don't. And this study kind of shows the same thing. If we're trying to do it all, it's like, ah. but you're trying to do hip extension and abduction at the exact same time. Like they're fighting motions, right? You're trying, like, that's just not going to be optimal. So just choose hip extension and work that and abduction and really work and nail that. So thank you so much for joining me today on the Lifting Lindsay podcast. You know, if you are interested in optimized training, banded work is something that you're just not going to find. You're not going to find in my programming because this is just something that we've known for a, a really long time. And now we're kind of seeing a little bit more studies rolling out showing this. So if you're interested in optimized training programs, you can always go to uh, bestrong.liftinglindsay.com. I'll put a link in the notes as well. Join us. You don't just get training. You get meal plans. You get community. You get lives every other week with me. I'm really here to help give you the support that you need to help you hit your goals. You guys have a wonderful week. Music.